There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. The CMA Awards just honored country music's best on Sunday night, teeing up Winona Judd to rock the Birchmere in Alexandria, Virginia this Wednesday for the first time since the pandemic. I caught up with the country music legend to see how she spent this past year of quarantine. Okay, so I have a saying, and I'm going to use a lot of those today because I'm one big metaphor right now. Uh... Everything is not okay, and I'm okay with everything because it's a devastatingly beautiful time for music. We're creating, we're like farmers. Think of it this way. I'll set a uh, sort of the metaphor for seasons. Spring, you plant, you plant, and you have a waiting period for the harvest. I'm waiting for the harvest, and that's what my project is about after this EP, Recollections, I'm working on what do you do after a winter? What do you do after a storm? Um, You live again. After the war, men come home, babies are born nine months later. Right, exactly, exactly. Listen, I I, I have to say this out of the the chute. Um, I was raised on welfare. So when I talk, I'm not coming from a place of um, the privilege. I know that I'm privileged and I'm grateful for what I have and I give a lot away and that's what we're supposed to do. I'm coming from a spiritual place. When I say the things I do, this disclaimer means take what I'm saying from a perspective of being a mom and a wife and a farmer. As I look at the pigs in the backyard, um, I live on a farm and I don't talk like a celebrity. I don't even really deal with that word very well because I'm an artist. And to me, I've been on the road since I was 18. So where, where is that farm? Remind us where are you, where are you at right now? I live an hour outside of Nashville where um, I bought uh, a farm back in 1990 something. And I've had this land since I was, um, you know, a young girl. And now that I'm living on the farm, I'm living out my days uh, with nature. You know, I wake up in the morning and I'm on the land and I leave the gate to do shows and I come home, I leave. So it's been a lonely time. And when you're lonely for me, isolation is on a bad day, solitude on a good day. It's true. And like you said a few seconds ago, it's going to inspire you and other artists to create some of your best work. I'm, I'm hopeful of that. I really am. You know, sometimes we got to look inward in moments like this and some of the best stuff comes out of that. Look, we're in the meantime. I'm living in there. I read a book one time called In the Meantime. What do we do between all the plans we're making, right? I sing. Even if I'm not on stage, I sing. I've got my guitar right here because that's what I do, guys, in the good and the bad times, in the best and worst of times. I sing because country music is real people in the real world and it's real life and life is not easy. So we sing. We talk about the hard times. We talk about life, you know, death. We talk about all of it. 
So this EP was, I'll tell you how it happened. I'm on Zoom calls with the fans. I've gotten to really appreciate the intimacy with one-on-one. We started to do Facebook Live and the next thing I know, we've got four, five, six songs and we just put them on an EP because we want people to hear the live. We want people to hear the live, not the perfection, not all the fixes and all the acrobats and whoa, I just wanted to sing and be heard and connect and remind people that there is hope and that's what music does so i just put it out because i'm in the meantime i love it so the ep is recollections and then you're going to come up with something else after that about the whole quarantine experience well i'm going to talk about um and this is really corny and i have to throw it out there because i'm so activated i talk to loretta lynn probably every couple of days yeah she's like my grandmother sweet 88 years old and sassy oh my gosh talk about example of how to gracefully age Brilliant. And this woman has put a pep in my step and I've been listening to her music and Connie Smith and Tammy and Brenda Lee and all these women that came before me. And I went, oh my God, my sheroes, let's do a project about heroes and sheroes because we've lost so many. So yeah, I'm in the past right now, just appreciating where I come from. And then looking in the future, I mean, I literally talked to Diplo the other day and I'm talking to uh, Def Leppard's drummer, Rick, and we're talking about, so look, I'm talking to uh, Brandy Carlisle. I'm talking to, I'm getting ready to connect with Kelly Clarkson because I love people and I just call people and say, Hey, how you doing? And they, and Blake Shelton texted me the other day and he's telling, I mean, come on, we're connected and not because we're famous. Sure. That's great for a good seat in a restaurant. I think it's because we're really lonesome for that connection. We want to be connected. Absolutely. You mentioned you're, you're throwing back to, you know, Loretta Lynn and leading ladies of countries past. And that, of course, includes um, the Judds. I mean, just some of the best work that country's <laughs> ever seen. But remind us when you moved to Nashville, I think it was the late 70s, and how you got that first deal with RCA. Uh, I was born in Kentucky, 1964. We moved to Hollyweird. Uh, went there, came back. If you read the book, we're like literally in the U-Haul it pretty much every couple of years. My mother, Gypsy. Ray Benson of, of Asleep at the Wheel gave me my name. He was performing and he was doing a song called Route 66, Flagstaff, Arizona. And don't forget Winona, he would say. And then I found out that Winona Harris is a beautiful black uh, blues singer. And my mom said something about, well, Winona, because of the feminine. And here I am. So I changed my name when I was 12. We come to Nashville in 1978. We lived in a dilapidated uh, sort of farmhouse. Um, we had a you know a cistern. Look, we grew up without TV and telephone. We lived pretty simple. She's a nurse and I'm going to high school, graduated 82, got a record deal in 83. What the heck? And then we went on the road for the 10 years. I've been on the road since 1984. Took one other time off for a year for my son's birth 25 years ago. This is the longest I've been home. So country music, 1984, we made history and the rest is crazy. Like it's crazy. I think about it and go, what was it? I wasn't thinking it was my mother's fault. She's the one that said, let's do it. And I went, okay, you know, I'm 18 years old. I'm just out of high school. So it's pretty crazy and wonderful. Yeah, I mean, God, we could spend all day talking about all the all the hits. I mean, Mama, he's crazy, and why not me? And, you know, Grandpa, tell me about the old days. It was really hard because I was a teenager still in my – and my heart was so free. I'm very independent and free spirit, and my mom's very organized, and I'm just wanting to rock and, you know, do all kinds of Elvis, and, and she's all like, love can build a bridge. And I'm going, Mother, I don't want to behave. I want to rock. And she's going <laughs> – mind your manners, you know? And so I shared a bus with her for 10 years. I should win the 
Nobel Peace Prize. So for me, it's just, um, you know, why not me? It's like, when you hear that, you know what I love about those days? You, you knew who it was within a couple of seconds, right? Right, right. Like when you first heard, um, had a dream, it was like, what is that? You know, and I think today the music is so produced and so kind of slick and almost pop. And I think I would love to see somebody just come on with a guitar and blow people's minds with their vocals. And the closest for me is someone like a Chris Stapleton because it was about his voice. It wasn't just about production. You know what I mean? It wasn't about the record and the gimmick. It was about just who is that singing? And so I loved the years with mom because it gave me a chance to be a stylist. Even though I didn't know I was a stylist then, Tammy Wynette told me so. She said, you are a stylist. There are a lot of good singers out there. You're different. And I went, I know. And I made a career out of that. Yeah. And I mean, you absolutely did. Remind our listeners about, you know, how nerve wracking, but also exciting it was when you, you know, finally got to break out on your own. Because I know your self-titled debut, you know, your solo album in 92, Winona. I mean, I, I freaking grew up with that stuff. <laughs> I saw the light uh, in your window tonight and no one else on earth, probably your iconic anthem. Remind us how, how exciting that was, Breaking Solo. It wasn't exciting. It was terrifying. I didn't know where I was. I didn't know. I honestly don't remember. And I, I don't mean this in, a, in that I'm not grateful. It's like when you're in a car wreck, you remember until impact. And then somewhere after the impact, everything kind of goes dark. I just remember going out on stage. I remember where I was. I remember mom walking me to the stage and the rest I don't remember. I swear I have to see footage. On, I just do. I don't remember it. I think my spirit literally carried me through. And I think that's because there was a little bit of that PTSD kind of trauma where it was like riding a roller coaster. You scream really loud. It's really exciting and all senses just go boom and then it's over, right? And that's, that's for 10 years, you guys. I had to walk through a lot of those Five, four, three, somewhere at the three, I'm looking, and I swear to you, this is not a lie. I'm looking for exits. Get me out of here because I'm an introvert and I'm actually pretty shy. Yeah, I go out on stage and I love the music. I perform. I'm not a performer. I'm a singer. There's a difference and I like to connect. So my point is that was a crazy time that I wasn't prepared for. No one ever is. And like death, um, the death of the Judds, the mother-daughter relationship, it changed. And I went out on the road by myself and I was really lonely. And it took me a while to figure out where and how to just be, right? You know, because we spend so much time in life reacting. And I had to learn how to be proactive. And now that I'm 56, I'm chill. But it took me like almost 40 years to get to where I'm just relaxed enough to speak in sentences. <laughs> Could you speak in a, a few chords for us? You know what I'm going to tell you guys? Love, I see love can build a bridge between your heart and mine. And then the audience sings, love can build a bridge. Don't you think it's time? Don't you think it's time? And then I sing, just the other day we did our one show in six months. And I just literally said, uh, the grandpa thing is still really important to me, by the way. It's not just a hit. It's not just because of the Judds. I still sing it every night. So that was, um, Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. Sometimes it feels alive. This world's gone crazy. Grandpa, you know, I mean, come on. That's just important to, to life in terms of, 
who doesn't love their grandpa, you know, and if you didn't have a relationship with your grandpa, I think that's just music brings out the, oh my goodness, you cry, you know, you're angry. God, this reminds me of my divorce. My fans always come up and say stuff like, yeah, I went through a really tough time. I, I was getting chemo and I would listen to one of your songs and I would look at them like, whoa, I didn't, I've never heard that before. You know what I mean? And I hear it now and I go, I'm part of every day. And that's what country is. Everyday life, the good, the bad. That's what we do. We talk about what you're thinking. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to write about that. I just think it's time for us all to really, of course, sort of, I, I start my day with gratitude. Look, I, I struggle. I'll be honest with you. And people know this who know me. I struggle between the light and the dark a lot. You know, when you feel as deeply as I do and you're an empath, you feel the pulse of the world. Yeah, I do. I have to turn my phone off, turn off. I have all, no, no news apps on my phone because I can't continue to react. My adrenals are pretty shot after years on the road. I need some time and space to breathe. Um, I cook. I, I stay really quiet because I'm listening. I'm trying to spend more time listening and less time talking and doing. And that's really hard, right? Especially in, in, in my gig too. It's, it's, you got to stop talking. You just got to listen. So thankfully you have a guitar that I can listen to. <laughs> Take a request. What? Let me see. Tell me what you want to hear. Could we do Tell Me Why? No. You know why? I swear to goodness, I don't have a capo. That's okay. I'm going to do something that I did the other night, and it really thrilled me because it's like, you know what? It's, uh, it's so down to earth. Like, to me, no one else. I mean, have you listened to the dance mix of no one else? I mean, it's like, could you put any more bass and drums on there? I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And I think um, I'm appreciating the acoustic is what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. The EP started me on this path of going back in time when I first started singing, which was age nine. And I remember sitting there like on the back porch just going, well, what does that translate to? And then you connect with the Judds and the superstar and all the words, cliches, TV, radio, you know. And it's like, you know what, though? I'm sitting with that group the other day, and I thought, what do they want right now? Do they need the no one else on earth dance version? That's fun on a Friday, sure. What are we going to do tonight? And I said, let's do this song. And I wasn't planning on it just because I thought, man, I need for just, I just need to sit there and do this and just, you know, it's just start. And so the words, you've been looking for love all around the world, baby, don't you know, this country a girl still free. Why not me? You know, it's like all of a sudden they were looking at me going, and you could see him, you know what I mean? I don't think they expected me just to break into something that gutsy and I'm going, why not me? And they're going, what? Rainy day, why not me? Love your cows away. You know, because I'm trying to be fancy. And then he looked at me like, don't be fancy. Be real, because he's my producer, Cactus is. And I just thought, just tell the story. And I think that's what country is reminding me of. You know, we get really fancy, but when you take off the extension, when you take off the lashes, baby. You've been looking for love all around the world, baby. Don't you know this country girl's still free? You know what I mean? It's like, that's what we want. So stay tuned. I'm going to come out with a record that hopefully will be so guts and glory. Maybe that's what I'll call the tour. Because, man, you got to have guts right now. And you got to have that glory moment that gets you through the storm. 
Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.